What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. Episode 59, episode 59. We are here again. Another week has passed and gone, man. You know, and like I say every week, man, these weeks have been crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I've I, I had a good week, good week, good week. Um, honestly, it's really just been about finals. Um, I'm coming down with a little sickness as well. So if I sound a little clogged, that's really just because I'm uh, really coming down with something. And uh, some some of the people was at my jobs don't know how to, you know, cover their mouth and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I just, I just don't rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just don't, I don't like that. You know, like you got to cover your mouth. You know what I'm saying? I, I see why there's a, there's a, there's a thing of wipes at my desk because it's just ridiculous. You know, teachers come in and they're just coughing, <laughs> just, just coughing everywhere. You know, they're covering the mouth and everything. Like, you got to cover your mouth. Like, that's not... That's not sanitary. You know, I don't want your germs because your germs are going to make my germs. And then, that, then it's going to create a whole new germ that I, I don't even know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just sitting here just trying to recover from the germs that you gave me, from the, from the half the germ. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, it, it, you know, just getting over that. <clears throat> then turning in my last final for one of my classes. And then um, doing my last final. Really completing this last semester, y'all. Um of, uh, you know, 2018, you know what I'm saying, uh, going into my second semester of my second year of grad school, you know, um, let me tell you what I've, I've, I've learned so far, you know, like, through this process, I've, I'm learning to enjoy grad school, you know, a lot of people tell you to, to rush through it because you, you just got to get your master's, you know, and I was never, the, I'm, I'm never the one to take that somebody I'm, I'm never the one to take that route you know what i'm saying and when i'm and what i mean by that route i'm never the one to to take the route that you tell me to take i'm hard-headed you understand what i'm saying and either i'm gonna take a route that i know is going to get me different results but still get me to that destination or i'm going to create my own path which i've been doing a lot lately you know what i'm saying so it's like me, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a path creator, so it's 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 hard, you know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to go in in a direction where I see a lot of flaws, um, more than, you know, you know a, a lot of a lot of negatives more than positives in in some sorts. So it was it, it's amazing to see <clears throat> how um, through this through this through this year. I've just been pushed into a lot more leadership and um, just a lot more blessings with my academics coming my way, and it's just it's just crazy, you know. Like you you you, you, you don't think, you know. I, I always said on the podcast I don't really consider myself a leader, and I and I honestly still consider like I honestly still say that to this day. You know, I really don't consider myself a leader. You know, like, I, I I don't, you know, don't push that on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. no, seriously. Like, seriously, I don't want that that kind of title. But at the same time, I'm like, I remind myself that I kind of do leadership stuff. You know, I do leadership things, you know. 
and it's and it's and it's kind of a want and need for me. You know, I like to be in leadership roles. You know, I like to be in roles that you know are meaningful. You know what I'm saying? So it's just amazing to see how this process and grad school. I'm just enjoying the process. You know, enjoying enjoying this journey of grad school. You know what I'm saying? So I, I say to people, you know, if you're 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 starting grad school or you know um, you want to rush the process, I I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not going to say don't rush the process, but I'm also not going to say don't rush the process. You know what I'm saying? Just, just take it, you know, just take it for what it is, you know, um, for the, for the things you can control, control them and the things you can't just, just, you know, just let it go, you know? And, um, I said, I, I remember saying like 20, what was it? I got accepted 2017. So I'm like 2019, I'm out of here, but I'm like, I'm enjoying this process, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's putting me in debt, yeah, yeah. And and that's, you know, one of the primary arguments and reasons why people would say, let's just rush it. But for me, it's like, I want to enjoy it. You know, being, <clears throat> being back, you know, being able to give at least an ounce of wisdom of what I have to give to um, the black community at Grand Valley is, you know, is amazing to is, is, is amazing to me and for those who reciprocate it and, and take it and and you know listen to it I, I love it you know what I'm saying so it just shows me how a lot uh shows me how much I've grown as a man and as a person um and just as a scholar really you know what I'm saying like I, I it, it's just ridiculous so um just if you're thinking about grad school you know, just just go on a journey. Just take it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a two, four, three-year program, you know what I'm saying? Just take the journey. You know what I'm saying? Just take it. You know, I see a lot of people. Shout out to all my graduates, man. Y'all are y'all know that y'all are my MVPs of the week. I know I, I know I jumped a little bit. But know that y'all are my MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Phil. You feel me? Shout out to um uh shout out to my Ava. Shout out to uh, Jake, shout out to, um, trying to think, Zaria, Queen Zaria, shout out to you, shout out to, who else graduated, man, so many people, um, Marquina, shout out to you, shout out to your photography going crazy, um, who else, who else, I'm trying to think, man, it was a lot of y'all, uh, um, my baby, um, TT, Tayanse, you feel me? Congratulations, my baby. I, I just can't forget about my baby. You know what I'm saying? My, my little baby. Like, look, like, these are, like, and I say it because these are, these are people that I've seen since they freshman year and they've grown up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was weird. A lot of my friends can say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're old now. <laughs> we old. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in terms of that, we're old. You know what I'm saying? And we have people that we've looked up to who are older. You know what I'm saying? So looking at them and just seeing how they've grown and everything and now they graduated, it's just amazing. And to everybody else, um, congratulations uh, to all the people who have gotten their matches. Congratulations. Y'all my MVPs, man. Y'all my MVPs of the week, so flourish. Oh, send me pictures. I'm going to start going on y'all pages and just getting pictures. But send me pictures so I can shout y'all out on our stories, man. For real. 
for real. Send me pictures. But let's get into this show because you know we got some ish to talk about because obviously people was just acting a fool this week. Um, so we're going to talk about Cardi being offset, of course. We're going to talk about, um, I want to give just a rest in peace to Stan Lee and uh, Stefan Hel- uh, Hellenberg, um, you know, the uh, creators of Marvel and Spongebob. Um, Jacquees says that he is the new king of R&B of this generation. Let's, do you agree? I'll give my take on that. Um, Kevin Hart versus the Oscars and the LGBT community. Um, I'll, a lot has happened with that. Um, I'll give my opinion on that. Soldier Boy has new game consoles. Yeah, you heard me right. Soldier Boy is always, you know, you know, Ray J and Soldier Boy. Those are the two men, for real, for real, that I know seriously that I hear every time in the media with some type of technology going crazy. I know they're never, and and those are two men that who are flashy. Well, not flashy. Ray J's not flashy for real, but Soldier Boy is flashy a little bit. But those are two men that I know probably pockets are not going to run out because they have a hustler's mentality. They're always looking for the new gig that's going to sell and that's going to do well. Even if it don't do well, they'll put their money into it. They'll see what they need to do. And, and, it, and it, it's weird. It's weird. We, we, we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, like I said, my MVPs of the week are the graduates, especially my GVSU graduates, the people that I just named, um, people that I didn't name. Um, just shout out to y'all. And then all the other graduates who graduated this semester as well just graduated. Um, so shout out to y'all too. Um, it's just amazing. I, I love graduation season. Um, we have this thing at Grand Valley called Grad Fest where alumni, you know, just come and greet, you know, take the time out of their day to just come and greet the new 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 graduates who about to come become alumni, you know what I'm saying? And I've and I've tried to do that ever since I've graduated. Um, so I've been doing that since December 2016. Just trying to, you know, every time a graduating class just come in, like, you know, just see it. it it's just beautiful to see. Like it you, some people don't understand that struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like some people just don't understand. And it's a different type of struggle. It's a different type of struggle for different people going through college. You understand what I'm saying? So, because sometimes you're not just doing it for, um, for yourself. You're doing it for your family. You're doing it, you know, to, to, to make sure your family get out the, you know, you're doing it for other people sometimes. So it's, it's just, you know, you just gotta, um, it's just the appreciation of it. You know, I just love to see the happiness on people's faces. So, um, just shout out to them. Uh, like I said, y'all my MVPs of the week. My biggest loser of the week is Donald Trump. Now, of course, I was going to talk about um, uh, uh, George H.W. Bush's funeral. Uh, rest in peace to him. Absolutely. Um, you know, gotta gotta get gotta give him a rest in peace. Gotta gotta honor that respect. But a picture surfaced. And, you know, all the memes was happening with, like I said, we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I I was about to go into it because it it was just so funny. And I was just like, really, dude? Really? Um, And then for the second half of the show, we're going to talk about, I kind of went in, you know, a little bit last last week, you know, about the lack of respect for millennials. You know what I'm saying? Um, But 
I'm also I, I have to kind of I, I have to kind of you know not retract, but you know kind of kind of give it the two sides of the coin now. Um, you it, it, it's you really gotta. I, I'm gonna talk about how we how we as millennials have privilege, and I've talked about this on the show. I'm 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 going to talk about how we as millennials have privilege and how we first of all have to recognize that we have privilege and first of all I'm going to talk in a in a black people sense black millennials right I'm going to talk about us you know what I'm saying what I'm saying because us I I know us better than anything you know what I'm saying what I'm saying and then millennials as a generation right because I'm I'm an observer I I I I see through my communications course is weird as hell. Um, I like to social research. I like to to observe people, right? I'm a people watcher. I love to watch people interact. In certain certain social environments, I love to watch people interact. Like, I love to do that. It's kind of weird, but I love to do it. And I see why I'm in the field that I'm in. Because I love to do social research. And it's weird. I never knew what it was. I never knew how to put a pin on it. But I always love to just be in the cut, just chilling, you know, talk to a few people, you feel me? But I always loved how to see how people interact, different types of people, different cultures of people. How do y'all interact? And then bringing those cultures together. And it, so, man, education, bro. <laughs> But we're gonna we're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about how we have privilege, right? We're gonna talk about how I'm gonna talk about how black people, black millennials have privilege. Specifically, black millennials have privilege that I feel like we take for granted too damn much. You understand what I'm saying? Because like I said, I went hard in the, in, in the lack of respect, and, and which was needed. You understand what I'm saying? But also, we as black millennials have to understand that we have privilege. And I don't think that we're using it at, at, as as well as we need to. You understand what I'm saying? And, I, and like I said, I talk to myself as well about this. Like, when I say here and I say this shit to you, I'm listening back to my podcast, making sure that I'm trying to implement the same things. You understand what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that pop up in my head. Like, let me ask. Let me see if y'all doing the same shit. How are y'all doing it? If you are doing it, help me. You understand what I'm saying? Like that that's that's black privilege. We we have so many avenues. We have so many avenues, people. So let's get into the first half of the show. Um we're gonna go just a little bit live. You know what I'm saying? Cause our live shows, I'm I'm getting some equipment. For 2019, in preparation for 2019, we're getting some equipment, right? So, live shows are going to probably be a little halted after this show. After this show, um, live shows will be halted until I would say February 2019. Yep, I would say that live shows will be halted until February 2019 until we get our necessary equipment. And then once we get the necessary equipment, trust me, we will be back and running. We actually have a Facebook page now. Ding dong. Amen. You know what I'm saying? We have a Facebook page now. So now that's linked to our Instagram. So listen, preparations. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not playing games. Not playing games. Um, Give me one second, y'all. Oh... 
So let's talk about cardio offset real quick, right? So cardio offset um, basically decided that, well, Cardi put out a video on Instagram and I, I believe everybody has seen the video. Um, and the video basically, the video basically um, said, I don't, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm good with my baby's father and, you know, we're friends and, <laughs> and you know, we're good, you know, we're good to our child, but it's just not working out. And at that point, you're sitting there and you're like, well, is this not for uh, publicity stunts? Um, and I don't even want to take it there, but I, but I kind of took it there. You know what I'm saying? Because now the girl Summer Bunny, you know, she came out with a video as well. And, and the crazy thing is the video, the, her video was hilarious, right? Like her vid was hilarious. It was ridiculous. It was, <laughs> it was so funny because she was boohoo crying. Now, here's my thing, y'all. And, and this is, and, and like, help me. You understand what I'm like, help me. Because I don't want to be feeling like I'm attacking folks. Like, help me. <laughs> because I got, like, I got to speak some logic into this, right? You knew girl was like, you knew Cardio Offset were married. First of all, you knew they were together. Boy proposed on stage. In front of like what 20 30,000 people, so then you come out and say, I don't want, I didn't want to break up a home, baby, honey. You weren't going to break up the home, understand what you were. I'm gonna keep it a buck, okay? Understand what you were. You, you weren't going to break up homes. You weren't the ex on the spot. He was because he decided to go stick his hot dog in another bun. That was on him, not you. But you decided that you wanted to take it, flip it, and rub it down. Okay? So then you go on social media and you have this whole, like, I made it. <laughs> she was... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did, I didn't mean to break up his home. I'm like, are you serious? Well, like, what do you mean you didn't make you didn't mean, like? I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, you you have to explain that to me. You have you like there has to be an explanation. You have to explain to me how you don't or how you can't or how you don't know. That these people are together. If they're like, and, 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 and like, like these people have a baby. Like, you, they, like, come on now. Like, they like, my thing is, right? And, and I don't know these, the, I don't know these in a relationship. I don't know if they have political, all of that. I don't know what's going on. But from what it was, from what it was, from what we saw, and from what it looked like, they looked like they were strictly together. Period. 
They look like they were strictly together, period. So you come along and you think that they're done because of you. I don't really think it's you. It's really because probably Offset has done it so many times in the past. And she gave him another chance. And he decided to go stick his hot dog in your bum. And she was just fed up. She just said no. She probably. Now that could be a potential. Or, or, this could be a whole stunt. Because, obviously, we love doing this shit. To keep our names in the, in, 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 in the, in the, in the spotlight. Right? Make sure they're sales. Make sure they have money. Period. Because believe it or not, no matter how y'all like it or not, don't care. Literally, it's becoming to it's become our culture is becoming so digitized that to the fact that we need a social pla- a social media platform. Literally, we need a social media platform to even brand, to even have a business. Like, come on now. Come on now. If the Migos and Cardi for real didn't have social media, I don't think they would be as big as they were. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. I, I ain't going to hold it. Let's keep it a buck. A lot of people. I wouldn't even be. Let's keep it a buck. Social media has changed a lot of shit. Okay? But... The thing, what I just don't understand is, if we, if, if y'all are doing this for publicity, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see the, 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 I guess the gain or the, the benefit, you know, because you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, I really hope it's the latter, where Cardi is just fed up with Offset for cheating so much, and they just, you know, co-pair. But if it is the second one, and they are just this is just a publicity that well, y'all are just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just ridiculous. Like y'all need to get like y'all have to. You have too much in your bag. Then, then, then what I what I don't understand is how stories, is how people are literally going to Facebook stories and clicking these Facebook links that's talking about Cardi and Offset breaking up and shit and um. They bring it up old shit and literally trying to spin it into new shit. Shut up. Shut up. Not y'all trying to look for something. Now that y'all got, now that y'all probably got something, this is what I'm saying. Now, now y'all done gave blogs something to talk about. Now y'all done gave people something to, uh, now y'all done gave people something to say. Now y'all done gave blogs some money. Now y'all done get. It's just ridiculous. Like it, it really looks like a publicity stunt. Then, but you know, who am I? I'm just, I'm just the opinionated brother Devante, man. That's all I am. Um, rest in peace to Marvel and uh, SpongeBob, aka Stan Lee and uh, Stephen Hellenberger. No, I'm Hellenberger, Hellenberg. Sorry, um, but honestly, I was never the jokester. Right, I was never the one to uh, tell jokes. I was always the one to get cracked on. Um, and Loki, Lo- Loki, a lot of jokes that were cracked upon me, you know, came from the SpongeBob, you know, era. And 
man, it's crazy how they go. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's wild as hell. It, it's, it's really crazy. You know, so just just rest in peace to Mar to to Stan Lee and uh, Stephen Hellenberg, man. Like it's it's crazy, bro. It's just oof, man. So uh, Jacquees, Jacquees, Jacquees decided that he wanted to call him. Well, I don't want to say decided, but he said that he is now, excuse me, the king of R&B of this generation. Now. I want to ask the people at home that we are live, right? We are live. Jacquees said that he is the king of R&B of this generation. I said, what do you think? For me, um, if I really dissect it, this generation, I would say yes. However, I would want him to put out more of his stuff than just being queen mixes since 2009, which which have been which have been amazing. You feel me? Because Jacquees's voice is like it's on another tier. You know what I'm saying? Like that man got a that man got a he got a gift. You feel me? So if you think about it. The only t the only people that I can put up there with Jacquees would be Chris Brown, of course, because I'm I'm just a Chris Brown. I'm biased, man. I love Chris Brown, bro. That's my love that man, dog. That's his music. His music has has really, man. His music has been some has transcended a lot for me, bro. It's it's done a lot for me. Uh, so Chris Brown, of course. Um, Party next door. You know what I'm saying? I would put up there as well. So I'll, I maybe I'm gonna retract what I said. Maybe I'm not gonna say he is the king of R&B because you know we do have a few. You know, but we don't have maybe a particular one. Maybe maybe some people could put him up there and say Jacquees is the king of R&B. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I wouldn't. I don't know because I'm just I I don't I haven't heard a lot of Jacquees's. I've heard, like I said, I've heard a lot of Queen mixes. So when I hear a lot of Queen mixes compared to other people doing their their body of work being more of their original content than remixes, you know, I, I put that into consideration too. So, you know, like I said, Jacquees has an amazing voice, and I would definitely put him as definitely one of the best R&B, you know. Uh, singers and vocalists we have right now period uh king though we'll see we'll see he, he I, I can't say he ain't pushing it but we'll see man we'll see we'll see we'll see uh kevin hart let's talk about kevin hart and the oscars and uh the lgbt community man uh so basically in you know 2009 <laughs> i guess 2009 was the year everybody was going crazy because um 2009, uh, Kevin Hart, you, of course everybody knows that Kevin Hart is a comedian first, right? He's a comedian first, and then he's an actor, you know, he's did it, but comedian first. So, Kevin Hart, I guess, tweeted something and was going back and forth with somebody, not like in the sense of, you know, telling jokes and everything, and, um, 
he ended up he ended up saying something in his uh tweets talking about some gay shit, right? He said like quote gay shit, end quote, right? Um, so I guess the Oscars were heavily deciding on Kevin to be the host for this year's Oscars, and um, or maybe he probably was going to be the host for this year's Oscars, and the Oscars told him to apologize for those comments because the LG, some people in the LGBTQ community felt um, offended, and Kevin responded, and he said he addressed it, and he said he's not apologizing for it anymore. Um, it is what it is, and, you know, like, it, it, you know, and um, a lot of other people like DLU we have responded to, you know, about, you know, people getting in their feelings and everything, and this is what I'm saying when I say we have to get out of our feelings so much, like, listen, like, and, and, and I'm, and I think I'm the last person to sit here and say, get out your feelings because I'm a black male. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, comedy has been around for so long, right? And if you've addressed it, if you if you've addressed the problem, why continue to sit here and try to go back and address it even more, right? And it's really just a matter of really some people just need to get out of their feelings sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe and for me, maybe I'm just like that because I don't let every little little every little thing for black things bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like if if I'm at work and I know I'm about and I know I'm getting stereotypically profiled or something like that or you know some little petty shits going on at work, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I'm not going to let that that get to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that doesn't ruin my day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these comments, they weren't even bad comments. They were jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, it feels like nowadays we can't even tell a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know the, the fine line between joke and serious. Just in between, just like we don't know the fine line between fake and real. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? So, it's hard nowadays to sit here and try to, but I love how comedians just live in their truth because at the end of the day, y'all the same niggas that go and see these people in in at the stadiums and shit and laugh at them. The same people that sit here at the same people. So it's just like, I'm not trying to sit here and down or downplay the LGBT community's feelings, but at the same time, bro, get out of your feelings. Everything is not like, like everything don't gotta be so minimal to the point where you nitpicking at everything. Like it's from two thousand and nine. Dog addressed it already. Like leave it alone. And Oscar, shut the fuck up. Like dog, I still don't. Nobody watch y'all. Like nobody watches y'all. You feel me? You got Kevin Hart just for the simple fact so people can watch y'all, so y'all can get y'all ratings up. So remember that. You understand what I'm saying? Your ratings have shot down you understand what i'm saying so remember okay understand that your ratings ain't shit and that's fine 
But don't be coming for him and his. He already addressed it. Let it leave it alone. Period. Um, so y'all soldier boy got some uh got a new game council. Right? Uh yeah, which was crazy. Soldier Boy got a new game council. And um these <laughs> these game councils look like little you know, like little old school Nintendos. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like it's the cross between like Nintendo and Sega Genesis meets a little bit of a PlayStation Two. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know and then I think the the, the handheld one looks like a cross between like the Nintendo Go with an old school Nintendo 64 mixed with a little PSP. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it looked like to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I get. I get them type of vibes. Like I put in a PS2 game in there, boy, and it's supposed to work. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it looked like. But shout out to him. Like I said, he always this man is always a part of something to get it like him and Ray J are always doing something in the tech world. Like Y'all remember Ray J in that damn show with them damn Scooty Bikes? <laughs> them damn Scooty Bikes. Them men are always a part of some tech shit. And I and I know for a fact that uh, this man, Soldier Boy, is sponsored by Swisher Sweets for sure. Like I, I believe so. If I my connect my you know connects, you know, shit are correct, I believe. That this man is definitely sponsored by Swisher Sweets. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man, get that, we getting money. That's secret cash. I need that money. I don't want to be sponsored by y'all, but I need that secret avenue to, to, to get to money. Legally. Not illegally, though. No. You know what I'm saying? But no, shout out to uh, Soldier Boy on the councils, man. The new game council. Now, I don't know if they will sell. Okay? Because they look pretty ugly. I'm not going to hold you up, Soldier. They look pretty, they look they don't they don't look the same. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe if we was in like 2025 when you know we looking for vintage, maybe then, but too early. Too early, too early. I'll I'll take it. Maybe maybe seven years ahead. You know what I'm saying? Let's think about let's think seven years. You know what I'm saying? Let's maybe say 2025. You know what I'm saying? Like like I was uh, me and my friends were talking about how the iPhone skipped over the iPhone 9. You know what I'm saying? So now we we have like literally it was like uh, the iPhone 8, 10. And now we got the 10R, 10S, and 10S Max. You understand what I'm saying? So, we was like, by like 2025, 2030, they gonna bring back the iPhone 9 as a vintage boy that looked like the iPhone 8, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, a little vintage thing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are gonna try to bring back a lot of vintage stuff that came in the 2010s. Because this decade is almost up, y'all. And this decade will be a vintage decade in the next decade. So get ready. <laughs> um, so like I said, my, my MVPs of the week are all the graduates. Again, congratulations, man. Y'all are dope as hell. Um, no little message. Uh, just just continue to do what y'all do. Um, if you're thinking about grad school, um, come to Grand Valley. Um, and then join BGSA. Your boy is on the board for BGSA, so come on. We are the Black Graduate Student Association, and we're just, you know, a group of individuals looking to network <clears throat> uh, around Grand Rapids. Um, and we, we're just a safe haven for 
minority uh, minority students, really. Um, uh, spe specifically black students, but we take all students, seriously. Um, but we're just a safe haven for that. And just for um, us as minority students to maneuver and uh, network through uh, Grand Rapids and everything. So like I said, if, if those of you are thinking about grad school and Grand Rapids and Grand Valley, think about it. Talk to me. Let me know. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm proud of a lot of you guys. Um, a lot of y'all that I named off, I'm really, really proud of y'all. Like, seriously, I've seen y'all grow up and that, 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 man, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely proud. Um, feel like a proud grandfather. Because a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all was like my grandkids and my kids. So, seriously. Um, let's talk about our biggest loser of the week this week, guys. Donald Trump. And um, he never fails. He never seems to, you know, he never fails to amaze me. Um, amaze me. Um, so, like I said, this past week, uh, George H. W. Bush's funeral uh, was this week, and um, <laughs> I just feel like sometimes people just do shit to be petty. You know what I'm saying? Like the seating arrangements. Like I, feel, I just feel like some. I just feel like people get in positions to be petty. Sometimes I just feel like some things. I just feel like some events are just meant to be petty. Like I just feel like people just set this up to be petty to, to just make shit look petty. You know what I'm saying? So I'm. I'm. If you look at the row in front, it had the Clintons. Um, and if we're reading this from right to left, it was the Clintons, the Obamas, and the Trumps. And as Melina. And Trump was sitting down. Uh, <clears throat> Melina Trump was, you know, shaking everybody's hand. And, um, you know, uh, so many side eyes were given. Uh, even one of the wives of the, I think one of the senators in the back row uh, was giving Melina the side eye. So um, Donald Trump, you know, he was shaking everybody's hand. And, you know, the, the Clintons didn't say shit to him. You know, Hillary didn't give him no eye contact. If you've seen the video, baby, didn't give him no eye contact. I'm going to post it on my page. He didn't give him no eye contact, baby. No eye contact. It was so funny. Um, and then what was crazy to me is that Malik, uh, uh, when they stood up to, you know, uh, give, you know, hand over the chest. Um, yeah, okay. Hand over the chest. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. Is it? No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, John. I'm, I'm trying to figure out which hand. Is that it? Right here. Okay. Boom. Got it. Okay. So basically, <laughs> y'all, I'm over here trying to figure out which hand I was supposed to put over my chest to, you know, for the national anthem. Lord have mercy. Um, that's how you know I'm not supposed to be even saying it. Um, but Donald didn't put his hand out, which was crazy. Because of somebody who was so advocating for this, a man who served in the military, really, who really served in the military, seriously, um, uh, you didn't put your hand up. Now, where's the backlash for that? I didn't see that. But y'all, as white folks, are sitting here complaining about um, baby, it's cold outside, not getting played this year. Oh, get out of my face. I gotta go home, baby, it's cold outside. People don't feel comfortable with that, obviously. So they don't want to be played this year. Can we not have it this year? We're good, thank you. We don't want it this year. 
I gotta go home, baby, it's cold outside. You're not gonna make it. No, 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 no. We good. We going home. You feel me? Um, but Donald Trump, uh, you are just, you never fail to amaze me, man. Like, I just need you to finish out your term and get the fuck on. That's really all I need you to do, bro. Just finish out that time and get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I'm you stay in your lane, I stay in my lane. And uh, you know, it's gonna be just like that. You feel me? Like I don't want no smoke. Don't bring no smoke over here. We don't want no smoke over there. You feel me? I don't I don't need it. You don't need it. You feel me? That's all I, that's all I ask. I just wanna listen. I just wanna get my bag and go. <laughs> that's all I wanna do. You feel me? So we're going to take a five minute and we'll be back. Um, this is the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. We'll be back with the Opinion Topic of the Week. All right. Peace. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome, welcome back to the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 59. We are at the second half of the show, the Opinion Topic of the Week. We are talking privilege, black millennials, millennials, period. The privilege that we have, um, you know, I've learned that we really, really have a lot of privilege um, that we kind of take for granted that we don't really understand that we might have. Um, we don't have it as 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 bad as worse. And and I say this to say like really understanding that I'm really an observer that I really, really watch how our generation has made moves and how we interact with each other. Um, I really see that we have privilege. I really understand how one black millennials have privilege. Understand something, that's black millennials. We don't have the same obstacles trials and tribulations that our ancestors even our old heads have had you understand what i'm saying we don't have that right now don't get me wrong we don't we still have racism you know gentrification in some forms we still have discrimination absolutely we still have all those forms because this this is a fight that has been continuing for generations for decades you understand what i'm saying so this fight is not over. However, <clears throat> I think what we need to understand is that the fight has gotten a lot more easier to fight, right? Not saying that in some cases, not saying in some cases the black community have not taken, you know, you know we haven't, you know, back paddled a lot. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that we haven't done that, but it's a lot more easier. And see, I think as black people, as black millennials, for one, I love how we we come together in in some type of way, right? But in 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 a form, I don't like the fact that we don't understand that we have this 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 sort of privilege. You know, we don't have white privilege. I think there is something called. A, a, a something called black privilege. I think I think there is a, a, a word called black privilege. I think that's a form of that. Um, and I really believe that we have an essence of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
that we can use our black privilege in, in ways to not only push our black community um, who are not instilled with this sort of black privilege, right? Like, here's my thing. If you were given, if you worked hard and given the opportunities to advance in your career and advance to college and school and everything, and some people don't have that, 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 that drive to do that, right? But they want it. They just don't have it. Sometimes it's a psychological thing. Sometimes it's a mental health thing. Sometimes it's a, it's both. Sometimes it's a physical thing, right? But they want to make it. They, they're showing promise. They want to sit there and make it in the black community. You know, we really don't help them, right? I think what, 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 what millennials do as black millennials, and this is where I love how we use our privilege, we, we, we love to help. We want to help, but at the same time, we don't know how to help. There are ways that's better to help, use, better ways to use our privilege than just sitting here just um, in, in ways, in a way we're not even using our privilege in, in, in kind of ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, 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 we're more so bashing it, right? We're more so just like, oh... If we get arrested as a black man, like I'm, I'm always questioning the the status quo. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm always questioning that. So, in my mind, I'm like, dude, we still have black privilege as 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 young black men, as as a young black man. Somebody didn't have the advantages that I had to get to where I needed to be. Now, trust me, somebody had more advantages than me to get to where they needed to be, right? And they did not, I'm not going to say those type of people did not want to sit here and use their privilege to help, but they did not extend that hand to help, right? So for me, I always said like, millennials, we have so many more avenues to do things, right? Right? Like our ancestors fucked up so we could get it right. We're going to fuck up. So potential generations later can get it right and stop this bullshit, right? We've gotten a lot better. It's not where we need to be, but we have to acknowledge that we've gotten a lot better. As black, as, 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 a, as in the black millennial community, we have privilege way more than, way more than we think we have. Now, as a black man saying it, it's kind of wild, right? Because I can still get pulled over. I can still, but I have a lot more privilege than the LGBT community, right? I have more privilege than a black man who doesn't have the same intelligence or the same intelligence wavelength or doesn't um, have the same um, economic resources that I have. You understand what I'm saying? Because on levels, you get treated different. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you can be a poor black man. You can be a broke as fuck black man. Trust me, I've been there. And you can be a broke black man. But you can be a, a rich black Like, it's, it's levels to this now. Drake said it's levels to this shit. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a game. It's levels to this shit. Right? And you, you get treated as such. So, for me, it's like, 
if I can help you in any way, if you want the help, though, right? I'm only going to help you if you want the help. If you want the help, if you want to better yourself, I'm going to try my best. You know what I'm saying? Because I just have that love and that strength for my black men and my black millennials, right? Because we have that type of privilege, right? We have that type of, we, 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 we can do more. We, we have the essence. We've created so many avenues that we can do more, right? We creators. Like I said last week, we're creators. But I don't think we realize that because people have told us, oh, no, this is the avenue that you need to go down. But we have so many more avenues that our ancestors have sat here and just sat and, you know, have died for us to have that we don't understand how much privilege we got. That some people still don't have. You get what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah, we still need our 40 acres and a mule, trust and believe. But dog, we need to stop acting like we're just like we're not privileged. Especially black millennials. Like I said, we didn't have it as hard as our grandfathers, our grandmothers, our great-grandfathers, and our great-grandmothers. If it was them saying this shit right now, I'd be like, hell yeah, you right, grandma, you right. You better, you, you need that social security check. Period. Get them all your money. But we're still learning. We got smartphones. We got, we, we, we're able to, damn near we're able to change the legal system. You understand what I'm saying? In any means necessary. You understand what I'm saying? We have so many avenues to change shit. To change it. The thing about it is, privilege comes with leadership. Right? A lot of us don't know what that is, what that means, or even how to get there. And a lot of us don't want to take up on that role. I'm talking to myself included. But it's not even like wanting to sometimes, it's having to, right? And sometimes you don't want to because you're scared. Preaching to the choir right here. Sometimes you don't want to because you're scared because you don't want to fail. But failing is next to succeeding. Literally, you have to fail. You you have to. You have to, period. You have to know what failure is to succeed, dude. Seriously, I don't know who told you wrong. You have to know failure to succeed, my guy. Like, what is, like, what? So for me, I took on these leadership positions for next semester because I'm like, you know what? I'm good at what I do. I'm scared. Yeah, but I know I'm good at it. And I know I'm good at public relations. I know I'm good at community. You can get community campus engagement. I know I can do this shit. What do you mean? I know I'm good at my job. I know I'm good at my pocket. Come on, bro. Elevation. I'm always taking critiques, literally. Literally. I take them to heart. I'm like, bet. Privilege, man. It comes with leadership. And a lot of us are not ready to be leaders. Hell, some of the people that's like my age, two, three years older than me, a year older than me, we live in life. But sometimes we, we it's hard for us to live life when 
Leadership needs to happen. And we're trying to live life in the process. You understand what I'm saying? Trying to live life in the process, but also seeing that leadership has to be, has to, has to happen. And honestly, we're going to be the generation to change shit with the privilege that we have, black millennials. And then millennials, period. Millennials, period. We have to understand our privilege. We have to. White millennials, black millennials, American millennials. We are changing games, changing lives. In a minute, we're going to be changing the world. We're going to be changing shit. We got to change it for the better, man. We have to use our privilege for good. Understanding our privilege. Understanding that, yeah, y'all can smoke on Facebook Live. Just saying. Before it was legalized. Right? We can go to the drinking phone. Hell, we got we got what? Water bottles. You can you can you can put your water bottle on the drinking phone and then pour it out. You feel me? We're privileged. Technology has, has, has really made us privileged. And we have to acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge that. And we have to do better in using our privilege for a more positive way. All this, all this like Instagram model shit and, you know, shoot them up, bang, bang, and all that bullshit, it gotta go. I don't wanna say it gotta go, but it gotta chill. Because I can't stop you from getting your coin, right? I don't want to stop a black woman, black man from getting their coin. Can't stop that. Don't want to stop that. But at the same time, are you are you respecting yourself? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, this is not going to be a long podcast because I'm, I'm sick. <laughs> but I wanted to make this apparent. I wanted to make this clear. Black, <coughs> excuse me, black millennials. We have, we have, we have a, we have privilege. We have a certain type of privilege that we need to understand. That we need to first of all read up on our history and understand. Black History Month is coming up, of course. But read up on that. We have a privilege. We have something. Technology has given us so much privilege and given us so many avenues. So many black people in so many fields of study have opened doors for us. And we have not only cracked down them bitches, we have busted down them things. We have to understand our privilege and use it in a more positive way. Social media, a big-ass privilege. And a lot of us had to revamp our social medias because we had to understand that it is a privilege to have it. And we have to use it wisely in a more positive light. Period. You can be a quote-unquote social media influencer, but are you influencing in the right way? 
do. All I'm saying is we got to do better. <laughs> Period. We just got to do better. It just has to happen. Like, we got to understand this, this this privilege. You have to understand it. You have to. So, I appreciate everybody for kicking it with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm I'm under the weather this year, but uh, this year, wow. Um, I'm under the weather this week, you know what I'm saying, getting these finals together and everything. But <clears throat> I didn't want to leave y'all without a podcast for the week. You know, shout out to Babe for that. She was like, I don't give me no podcast. Okay, whatever. But, um, you know, I wasn't going to leave y'all hanging anyway. But um, I want to thank y'all for kicking in with me again this week, man. It was great to um, kick it with y'all again. Um, like I said, shout out to the graduates. Y'all are dope as hell. Shout out to all the graduates out there. Welcome to the alumni world. Welcome to real life, baby. No, no, I'm just playing. Y'all been in the real world. Just welcome to a new life, a new journey, and a new beginning. Um, yeah, man, uh, we gonna see y'all next week. I'm about to take some Robitussin and, uh, KO on this bed, and I will see y'all. Make sure y'all Monday stay, make sure y'all weeks just stay great, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all make these two weeks last, because Jane, or make them count, I'm sorry, because Jane, you know, January is coming up fast, fast. The semester is over for us down there. My semester is over down there, period. So, um, yeah, man, I will see y'all next week. Like I said, I'm about to pop this robot testing. And I'm going to see y'all next week. Love y'all. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>